Chapter Twenty Seven of Juggernaut, a Veiled Record. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Roger Moline. Juggernaut, a Veiled Record by George Carey Eggleston and Dolores Marborg. Chapter Twenty Seven. From Helen's Diary. February. Arose, breakfasted, and went for a drive. Stopped at Gladys's on the way home. Had tea with her in her boudoir. Mr. Grayson wanted to come in, too, but Gladys wouldn't let him. She says he is really a terrible bore, that she has to keep him down or he would run right over her. I wish Edgar would run right over me. She says that Mr. Grayson never seems to remember that after a woman has discharged all her duties, she is absolutely too worn out for the little etceteras and asides of life. I think she is right. She is one of those women who carry conviction with all they say, but I always feel in some way that Edgar is a duty instead of an etcetera and an aside. I dare say I shall get over this in time. Gladys assures me I will. She said today that I was just cut out for a successful diplomat, that I am so sincere and straightforward in my manner that I am the last person on earth to suspect. She says it will be my trump card when I know how to play it. I presume I am lacking in fine appreciation, but in some way this seemed to cheapen sincerity. It does not, of course, for of all women in the world, Gladys would be the last to endure cheap sentiment or cheap lace. Of all the spotless, high-bred, delicate, forcible women I have ever seen, she is the most so. I blush to think of the cold contempt she would feel for me, should she even know that I had heard such a proposition. I represented to her a case like mine, as though it were something I had heard of, and asked her what she could think of such a thing. Her haughty indignation was superb, inspiring. It did me good. I feel just so myself. I wanted to blush for even having made Mr. Everett go there the other night. Well, nothing else of any account happened today. I met Mrs. Stevens and looked the other way at the pug of the wife of the Secretary of the Navy. It is so strange that she has no better taste than to wear a blue gown with a brown dog. I chatted a moment with Senator Stacy's wife and told her that her second child was a picture. It is of ugliness. I felt it a duty to say this, however, as the only thing false about it was the impression it conveyed to her, and the senator's good will is quite necessary to Edgar's plans. Then I went to the Talbots and wound up with the Farrington's reception. And now, thank heaven, I am going to bed, and Edgar will be at home in the morning. I shall go nowhere tomorrow night, for he will be glad to have me at home, unless he should treat me coldly. I won't even think of that. End of chapter 27 Recording by Roger Moline